Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace, this is Mark, and I'm across from John, mm-hmm. and to the left of Garrett. We switched places today. Yeah, it's throwing me all off, so you're going to get a little subdued intro, but yeah. welcome back to the Worst in Show series. Continuing our series of Worst in Show, Volume 2. Mm-hmm. We're here with the Ghost Dimension, the Paranormal Activity movie number five. Is that right? Is it really number five? I think so. That's the first question of my notes. What number is that? Oh, this, no, this is a sixth. Because the marked ones is weird. It depends. Exactly. The mark ones is like uh, a, st- a Star Wars story of paranormal <laughs> activities, right? It doesn't really slot in with the rest of the series. It's like a solo. Yeah. Now I want to see Han Solo get haunted nightly by Toby. Well, we know for a fact that ghosts exist in Star Wars. Force ghosts are Oh, a you're thing. right. Yeah, so. Okay. <laughs> Boogans. Go away, Obi-Wan. I'm trying to sleep. So are Sith Force ghosts demons? No, they're people. No, they. Well, but they could be demonic. <laughs> they're Sith. They're evil. You what know, we never, we, never force... see, we never see bad Force ghosts. Yeah, we only see demonic. good ones. Hmm. The yeah. only Sith was Anakin, but he turned good. You yeah, know? he shows up looking all like, like middle-aged, like white male dad. Right. Because everyone knows if you do one good thing right before you die, it makes up for slaughtering children. Thanks, Christianity. (laughs) Anyway, let's get into this. We, as Mark said, we watched Paranormal Activity, I guess, six, The Ghost Dimension. Mm -hmm. As we, we've made no bones about it. Some of us in this podcast really dig the Paranormal Activity series and some of us really hate it. Who? Who really digs this series? I'm 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 putting you on the spot. Okay. You hate almost all the entries. Well, no, okay. <laughs> okay. I It is batting a solid 500. But you know what? If you're in baseball and you're batting a 500, you're like a Hall of Fame player. Yeah. So. So middle of the road is A-OK. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, compared to some other franchises, uh, 500 is pretty decent. I'm saying like two and a half out of seven are good. So I wouldn't go to bat for the franchise. That's just me, though. Oh. I'm excited to talk about this because, as you guys know, I really, really hated Paranormal Activity 1. But this movie is bad, but weirdly, I enjoyed the shit out of it. What? I know. <laughs> we, we should probably get into this. Mark, you want to give us the details so we can start talking about this monstrosity of entertainment? Oh, yes. This this monolith that is the ghost dimension came out in 2015. Uh, this one was directed by Gregory Plotkin, who uh, you may remember we've mentioned him uh, on our mini when we talked about Next of Kin. He was an editor on two through four and the marked ones and then picked up directing duties here, I believe. Yeah. And they saw this and were like, give this guy more movies, <laughs> which they did. And uh, also of note, he also directed Hellfest, which I thought was all right. It's a decent slasher in a roller coaster park. Oh, that's the one where they, they go to the theme park and then it closes down and they're stuck in it? Or is it open and they have to escape it? They're they're in there and then it closes down and Tony Todd's like the ringleader. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I thought it was all right. That went under the radar. Yeah, was that totally. right before pandemic? I mean, that had to be like a little bit before that, but... 2018. Okay, okay. So it came and went for sure. But uh, anyway, yeah, he he's back to direct this one and... Um, we just found out that they're already working on Paranormal 8. He's not slotted to uh, come back and direct that as of yet. So I wonder if they are going to cast him. I mean, you said it's already in production, right, John? Yeah, according to Screen Rant, it's already in production now. I don't know if Screen Rant, you know, how accurate they are. But uh, that's, uh, that's what the internet says. And when has the internet ever lied to anybody ever? Never, ever. Yeah. Uh, according to IMDb, it's being directed by Vincent Summers. Vincent Summers. Mm-hmm. Just want to make sure I said that correctly. One more time for the people. What the did band. he direct, John? What did Winston Summers direct? 
I don't know. You told me before we started recording. Did I already? You forgot? said it was the worst movie you've ever seen. Oh, fucking Slenderman. <laughs> yeah, Slenderman. Terrible, 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 which is hard to believe considering the internet wrote the movie for them. There's a like a whole Slender verse. They could have... Is that just, the spaghetti western section of Reddit? Is that what they call it? Uh, no, they call it creepypasta. Oh, spaghetti, spaghetti western. <laughs> I think I was getting it mixed up with the flying spaghetti monster. I Isn't think, that a thing? Spaghetti westerns are like what they made in the 60s when they were filming yeah, the westerns yeah, the, in Italy. I know what they are. Well, okay, well, they're not on Reddit. Uh, but yes, it was a creepypasta. Very, very popular like back in the mid-2000s. To be fair, it's the, one of the most upsetting things that's happened to horror movies. You, you have handed to you... In your lap, probably one of the creepiest, mm -hmm. best story ideas, visually like perfect for a horror movie, and you fuck it up somehow. So bad. Well, that gives me hope that eight is going to be good, right? Oh, oh yeah. wait, did I misinterpret well, that? Maybe he's been watching Slenderman and be like, okay, let's not do any of this again. <laughs> <laughs> Got all this out of my system, you know? It's a learning opportunity. He was very nervous. It was his first movie. Yeah, you know, come on. It's first movie. Give him some, give him some breaks. And every day he wakes up in the mirror and he's like, Vincent? We're not making a fucking Slender Man again. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one stars Chris J. Murray as Ryan, Britt Shaw as Emily, Ivy George as Leela, Dan Gill as Mike, Olivia Taylor Dudley as Skylar, Chloe Singri as Katie. Wait, does Katie even show up in this one? Uh, maybe She's it's young Katie. Oh, you're right. It's probably Kid Katie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Spoiler alert. Ooh, geez. Kid Blew Katie, it. I like it. Way better than young Katie. <laughs> and Jessica Tyler Brown is Christy. Here's what the back of the Blu-ray has to say about Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension. Spirit, some people hear it, some people fear it. Spirit, some people just won't go near it. Sure as I'm me and you should know you're you. The spirit is the key to unlock the true juice. I got to tell you, I'm really excited. Stephen Barton from Dread Central says, this is the one you've been asking for. Steve Barton, you're a liar. For the first time, you will see the activity. And it's more intense than ever. When a new family moves into Katie and Christie's former house, they discover a mysterious video camera that reveals the presence of an ancient evil that begins to terrorize their lives. Now with their young daughter's soul in danger, they must fight back against its demonic threat before becoming its next victims in the latest chapter of the groundbreaking horror franchise. That is a lot of lies per word. Uh, first time we see the activity, thumbs down. Uh, this is the sixth time that we've seen this activity. Uh, actually, seventh if you count uh, Tokyo Drifts. Tokyo Nights. <laughs> uh, but so. you know what it means, right? It means they got the special ghost catcher camera on, and you can literally see the demon do his demonic bullshit this you know, time. What we don't see is the ghost dimension. So this movie opens with a lie. It's yeah, we do. We see the ghost dimension. You see a portal to the ghost dimension. Now, do you think that is what the whole dimension looks like? At the very end, when the thing addresses the, the girl and the mom, they're in the ghost dimension. They're in the ghost dimension? I, th I thought they were just in a basement. No, no, no. That's the ghost dimension. The ghost dimension looks like a warehouse? I think so. <laughs> I think John wanted to see them go get their ghost groceries, come home from ghost work. Let me see you run around the ghost dimension. Don't ever watch the movie Ghost World. Completely different thing than what you're thinking of. <laughs> well, this one is sitting at a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> with the critics and 27% with the audience. Hence, worst in show, people. Yeah, 25,000 audience members weighed in. Well, let's also put this in perspective, okay? Including this movie, the franchise has accumulated $18 million as the budget. The first five films of the franchise have altogether grossed a total of $811 million. So whatever these numbers say, 
these movies fucking print cash. Yeah. It is crazy how much money these movies make. Yeah, that is true. They were super popular. Uh, they still are, evidently. I mean, they're still making them. You guys went and saw it. Uh, if by went, you mean I went to my sofa and watched it on Paramount Plus. Uh, yeah, I did do that. Yeah, I don't think it was in the theater. <laughs> it was just straight to Paramount. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah this was a direct-to-DVD equivalent. Oh, uh, do you think it's because of pandemic? Do you think they would have released it in the theater? Uh, I think it was... Because it came out around Halloween, which is usually when these movies come out. Yeah, but I think this was always meant to be a direct-to-streaming film because normally with the theatrical ones, they make a big deal about, oh, this was going to be a theatrical release, but I think this was always a Paramount Plus exclusive. Okay, fair. And you can see what we thought about that if you go check out our mini that we did a week or two ago. But anyway, what do we think of the ghost dimension? The worst rated one on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, let me ask you a question. Did you guys watch the extended version or the regular version? I watched the version that came in the iTunes bundle that I bought, which I believe is the unrated extended version. Yes. It's the extended version, which has three minutes of extra footage. Uh, I I feel like that's not the word you want to use when you say extended. No. In fact, if I had known it was going to be longer, I would have gone back and found the theatrical save three <laughs> minutes of my time. <laughs> yeah. What was added? Do you know? I have no, again, I had never, I've seen part one. I've seen Tokyo nights without the subtitles <laughs> and I've seen this one. This is the extent. Oh, I actually saw the one with the, the connect, the, the uh, whatever the four. Yeah. I almost said Nissan connect, but Xbox connect. Um, yeah, I've seen that one also, but I, I don't just, remember what happened in that one. I don't know if mine was longer or not. I watched the unrated cut. Yeah. The new unrated cut. Oh, yours is new? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, the one and the one I have said extended, and I was like, why did we need to extend this? Uh, we definitely didn't. They would probably cut that shit for a reason. I think we're all checking our, our purchases right yeah, now. Yeah, I want to know see. what kind, what, what do I have here? Uh, oh, yeah, mine's called that too. Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension, new extended cut. So I got the new unrated cut, and you guys got the new extended cut. Oh, evidently, for the first time, you will see all capital letters the activity in this all new extended cut with footage too intense for theaters. Dude, that's literally what mine says. <laughs> only it replaced the word extended with unrated, and they're all capital in the same spot. <laughs> what kind of bullshit is this? Okay, this is some bad marketing shit right here. Like if I'm going to talk about a scene that you're like, I didn't see that. I just wanted to know what scene it was because I had no idea what they would extend in this. Cause I looked at the run times of both and it was like maybe like a five minute difference. Uh, all, fun fact. Now that I'm looking at this, this movie, this, this film needed five screenwriters. Oh yeah. That's never a good sign. Considering what they created, what those five people combined put on paper, maybe they needed a sixth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's get it out of the way. Would you recommend this on our new rating system for these? A, is it good? B, is it fun? Two big old no's. This movie is so boring. No to the so no. So boring. I would, it's not good, but it's not bad. It's just boring. No uh, squared. Yeah, no squared. <laughs> exactly. That's a, that's a two thumbs down. Mark? I think it's bad, but I kind of like elements of it. So it's tough to say that it was fun, but I didn't like nearly have a uh, reaction like John over there is having to it. Oh, I'm allergic to this movie. Okay. (laughs) Somebody get me some Benadryl. (laughs) I'm going to say this movie's bad and I totally recommend it. There's so much going on in this movie that as a lover of bad movies, I was just glued to the TV. I couldn't stop watching it. I was like, there's no way this gets dumber. Oh, it just got dumber. Or There's no way this is happening. Oh, that just happened. And I will say this also. 
one of the best, scariest ghost effects they've ever had in a fucking horror movie that I've seen in a long time. The the weird little like ethereal like liquid goo monster blood demon thing. Oh, that is cool. Fucking rad as hell. Now, do they use the like it's going to fly at the camera and swoosh right in front of it to scare you jump scare way too much? Uh, 25 times, I believe. Yeah, it's ridiculous (laughs) how many times they use that. But every time that thing showed up on camera, I was like, this is rad. So I don't know. It's, It's a bad movie. Don't get me wrong. I've got a lot to say about how shitty this movie is, but I think if you're watching a horror movie that you could do a lot worse. Yeah, but you could do so much better. You could watch Paranormal Activity 3, which this movie constantly reminds you about. Which I didn't know. I actually went to Mark like the, the day after I watched it. And I was like, is this related to any other Paranormal Activity? Because they keep like talking about some of these characters as if I should know who they are. <laughs> yeah, I guess I never thought about what it'd be like if you didn't watch any of the other ones and jumped into this one. Well, uh, to spoil it, let's pull a John here. Mark told me that one of the little girls is Katie from the first one. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're like Farseer. Uh, okay. Who's like super OP because apparently they can just see right into the future now. Uh, that was Katie. a really cool scene, too, though, when she's like saying bless you to that kid. Oh, yo, that was rad. Uh, I, I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into the plot because I think we got tons to say about it. OK, well, this one kicks off, uh, like John says, referencing movie three in 1988. We get to see the death of their father. I believe if I'm remembering that correctly, him getting his back broken. Yeah, he, he gets bent in two. Which at first I was like, oh, that's a good back crack. But then too far, too far. <laughs> a little bit extra with it. You're doing about a 10. You want to do about a seven. Yeah. Okay? If you really want to get those kinks out. I bet if he hadn't gone all the way, he would have stood up and be like, oh man, that feels great. You hear the cracks? <laughs> <laughs> and I want to know if that was CG or a contortionist, because even as a contortionist, I'm like, I don't see how you can bend that far. I'm guessing that was CG. Okay. So Garrett, this one is the first one you've seen since part one. Since uh, Ghost Dimension, or uh, not, uh, this is Ghost Dimension. Tokyo Nights. Since Tokyo Nights. Which isn't part of the universe. That was scrubbed, remember? Okay. Then I will stop referring to Tokyo Nights as part of this pantheon. So yes, I saw part one back when it first, or eh, close to when it first came out. Hated it. And then saw eventually, I think a couple years later, part three. Hated it. Don't remember anything about it. Well, part three is the one in the 80s. Yeah, it's the one they showed. Whichever one one. with the, the connect. That's part two. Part two. Okay, part I saw two. part That's two. That's not four? No. Part four uh, is the little girl with her MacBook. I thought those were the same ones. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't so, know I was going to have to hear clean up the, the timeline for you guys. Oh, so I, I saw part two, and then I went back years later and watched part one again. Like, I had to have missed something. No, missed nothing. That movie's still fucking trash from start to finish, except oh. for the very end scene. And then I saw this one. We so also this saw is one all I know. for our podcast episode of one. Yes. We, yeah. we, yeah, we rewatched that, it when we had Joyce on. I think that's yeah. the, the, the second time I watched ah, the first okay. one. So to make it clean, part two is the one with the pool cleaner that keeps getting thrown out of the pool and the connect oh, dots right. yeah. that you can see. And at the end of that movie, Katie kidnaps her sister's son named Hunter. Right. Then part three is in the 80s where Katie and... Christy are little girls being introduced to the weird cult that will come play in part four, which I was wondering what Garrett thought was going on with these weird older people hanging out (laughs) with these children on a VHS tape. Okay. (laughs) This is what I thought was going on with it. When the movie first opens up, you see the dude get cracked in half and then they take the girls upstairs and they're like, this is Dr. Rogers or whatever they call the guy's name. Like, you know, that like like dollar store magician though is not in, (laughs) is not in number three. This is a new addition. The guy Uh, with the ponytail is like, you know, like your name is Sandy. And it's like, they were trying to brainwash 
watched this girl and I was like, okay, so I thought it was her sister who wanted her kids. And so they killed the husband to take the kids. So I had no idea what was going on. That's an interesting backstory you built for this. I was wrong, (laughs) but that's what I thought. I thought this, this woman wanted kids, couldn't have them. So she killed the family to take the kids. Yeah. I was getting a little, uh, David Koresh vibe off of the, uh, dollar store magician you were referring to. He was to. so weird. I kept expecting to be like, oh, is that a quarter in your ear? Like, what's <laughs> happening over Oh, here? got your nose! <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's, they're part of this cult that is um, grooming these girls for bigger, more demonic things. As to we definitely bring back um, Toby. Toby, yeah. <laughs> the scariest name <laughs> in all of hell. <laughs> we're releasing Toby! But there, so what's confusing is actually those two girls just for the first time got magical powers because really their job was to give birth to the boy who's going to become Toby, who we know as Hunter. Wait, 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 what? That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> well, then what was the point of the end of this movie? Then? Literally nothing. They did. They were just like retcon all does that this, shit. Now does can, this demon thing impregnate this little girl to make Toby? I don't know. To I, make Hunter who can well, become Toby. I, you know, I couldn't tell you any of this information. I mean, I hope that's not what happened, but I'm just saying. doesn't make any sense. I don't know where Hunter went. There's a really terrible scene later in this movie that I will reference to help maybe stitch this back together for you guys a little bit. It's so fast and throwaway, and I did mention it in our next Akin episode, but we'll get there. So, right, so we see this footage come up, and then we find out a new family's moving into a house, and oh, and it smash cuts cuts away to this new time, and, and that was the 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 VHS tape said eighty eight, so you know you're back in time when this like footage is happening. Yeah, and then you smash cut to I we'll call it present day twenty thirteen. Yeah, twenty thirteen. Right. But they already live in that house. We're smash cutting to Uncle Mike coming to crash with them. Yes. Right. Now, now, how do they set up the found footage aspect of this one? They he was they're already filming before they discover the ghost cam. Yeah, very strange. I don't know why they're fit, they're filming. They don't even talk about it. They're just filming for some. They're filming Uncle Mike come and their kids like very excited. So maybe they're making like a family video. Well, memories. You know, yeah. you want you want to immortalize these moments, like your uncle basically getting divorced and coming to live with you. And Mike plays a large portion of the comedic relief of this film, mm-hmm. which I felt was too much. Oh. but I feel like we've seen enough of these that they maybe due to all those rewrites that you're talking about the stuff in between the spooks was boring as fuck so they're like let's throw in some jokes and let's make mike this funny character who's coming to and we stay. could tell right away that he's the wacky one because his first thing he does is break a vase <laughs> well, <laughs> i'm gonna disagree i thought mike while definitely clearly written as the the comic relief was much more subdued than i would expect some you know horror movies to make their comic relief everything he said even though it was you know comedic and stuff like that felt grounded in a reality that you could really you know he wasn't overdoing it, it didn't seem like he was hamming it up because the camera was there. It seemed like this is just how he is. And so I thought it worked okay. But I think part of the, the, the charm of these movies is they're trying to pretend that they're not movies. So I don't feel like this character would be cracking wise as much as like, I could have went and stayed at mom's house, you know, when shit's going tits up and all that, you know what I mean? Like part of the charm of these movies, is you're supposed to feel like it's real. So if there's a well-written script with like characters eating edibles and they're filming it, it's all and like, inter- okay, you're jumping all over the plot now, but yeah, well, I mean, they literally do it in like five minutes. Oh, wait, really? <laughs> yeah, it's really fast. Oh, like, God. He breaks the vase, and there's some scenes of them doing, like, family shit. They're playing with uh, the little girl. and uh, Oh, well, let's, let's say he walks in, and the little girl's going to scare him, and he plays along like, oh, oh, you got me. Oh, Uncle Mike's scared. And then they introduce the household, which... I did not know what was going on with this household because we introduced Uncle Mike. We introduced a little girl whose name is what? 
uh, Ellie. Ellie. Leela. Leela. Not even close. <laughs> uh, Leela. We get the wife. I don't know her name. Ellen? Emily. Emily. <laughs> okay. We get the husband who's behind the camera at this point. Any other names you want to try to guess and get wrong? Doug. Husband Ellen. <laughs> husband is Ryan. 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 And then you get Blondie. She popped up out of nowhere and I was like, who is this? I thought she was the nanny at first. And then yeah. you're like, nope, she's not the nanny. Then I thought she was like a health person. And then nope. I was like, how the fuck does this chick come to just live with this family? She has no job, no role. She talks at one point about doing yoga shui, Yeah. Right. And about blocking the energy. And of course, Mike's like, oh, I've got my energy blocked. Oh, yeah. Mike was thirsty. Anyone want to guess what her name was? Skylar. Oh, you got it. Skylar. Yeah, I have it written down (laughs) later on. (laughs) That one I remember. (laughs) You don't forget Skylar. That's for sure. She's dumb as a sack of hammers, but by God. She just had free live-in status because she brings over the crystals to purify the house. Oh, yeah. When she opened up with about like the goop shit, I was just like, oh, boy, here we go. I I thought her role was going to be like the expert in this or something. Oh, hey, I actually know about this kind of shit, but she's just as clueless as the rest of them. I told Mark. I was like, yo, Mark, I think I thought she was part of the coven. I, oh, when they, when they, when they yeah. later on, they talk about the coven of witches that they start to uncover this thing. I was like, oh, this chick's from the coven and she's here to make sure that Lilu, Lila, Lila, Dallas to the ghost dimension. Um, I thought she was there to kind of keep things on track to make sure that Lila was going to become the vessel of Toby. We got to call it something. Other than Toby's Toby. its name. Now, here's what I think. <laughs> I'm thinking she had some role in some version of this script. And four screenwriters later, she's just drifting through the movie. Well, effectively, all she becomes for this film is a very weak uh, rod for paranormal activity. Like, she can mildly feel when something's around. She's like, ooh, that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's like, her whole point. Of course it's She weird. might just be feeling Mike near her. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like a sofa flies across the room. She's like, huh, that's unusual. Like, all right, thanks for your keen observation. Yeah, but I, I honestly, that's what I thought the first time they introduced, like, the, the coven aspects. I was like... There's no reason for this chick to be here otherwise. Yeah. You know how I know she's fake? Didn't even get sage. Everybody knows you need to burn some sage if you got some if some demonic shit going on. She was just like, let me get the yellow pages. <laughs> <laughs> Better call someone who knows what they're doing. 1-800-GET-RID-OF-GHOSTS. <laughs> this movie, drug ass getting going. I, it was like... 25, 30 minutes in before anything of any form of interest happens. Well, they find the camera like right away. Still I like that part. Still not interesting part. though. Right. Was, this is very sinister-esque. You know, when the box of videotapes and the camera just appear mm-hmm. for the family to find. Mm-hmm. Exact same situation here. I don't know who did it first or who stole from who, but... Oh, Sinister the, was way before this one. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they just kind of ripped that And they also off. did a lot better too, but... But let's describe this camera, okay? This is a honking on the shoulder like rig that you would see in the 80s, but this one can see ghosts. Now, why is that? Because instead of four cylinders, it got six, mm-hmm. and it's got a whole nest of new filters and, and shit on the front. Well, Mark, Ryan. we find out why, because Mike goes, how do you know this? And he goes, because I'm interested in cameras. Well, he, 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 <laughs> that he checks al- out. He also says, I checked 15 websites. Ooh. Oh, I wrote that down because I was like, that seems like too many websites. <laughs> I think that counts as quote-unquote doing your research. Yeah, this guy <laughs> Uh, probably uh, on a Facebook group somewhere right now spouting stupid shit. Well, let me ask yeah. you a question. If you bought a house and found someone's uh, someone's old video home videotapes, A, 
I don't know if I'd watch them just because I don't know I'm going to be privy oh, to on. anything that could actually happen Sheer on curiosity that. wouldn't well, push you to get in there. Right. They thought it was a porno. They, they then have like, the most awkward conversation ever about their dad's porn. And I would not have that conversation with anybody, even my sibling. I don't think I need to well, talk about it. Well, it's like they watched it. Well, one of them watched it and then was sharing the journey. Let's be honest. It was Mike. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Was, refresh me. Was this a porn starring their father? No, it was the, the, their dad's porn, porn, the porn that their dad yeah. watched. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, I watched it. And it was some weird shit with okay, leather let's, or whatever. Let's, okay, well, let's let's hold the judgy tone because everyone in this well, room has found hey, their parents' box of porn and dabbled. I am not here to kink shame their parents' porn. Okay. Whatever you're into, you're into, hey, more power to you. Unless you're into talking about someone else's porn <laughs> with your sibling. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're introduced to these folks. The camera is now picking up all kinds of weird, like, globular um, energies floating yeah. around the house. Like air snot. This was so annoying because he was like, whoa, this is super cool. It's like, dude, you just found like a 50-year-old camera. It's broken. That's what I would think. I would be like, oh, my camera is broken. <laughs> I had to rewind this scene four times to try to find out what he was looking at. He was like, that's cool. And I was like, I don't see anything. And I rewound it and rewound it. And I was like, all I see is like some fuzziness. In the yeah. I was like, oh, I guess he's talking about that shitty fuzziness. And I was like, it's an old camera. What did you expect, bro? But the thing is, is that the, the, I know it moved. The field was staying in the same spot. So it wasn't like just over the film. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a grain or yeah. some weird static that you would have to do the Fair. tracking to. So that's, I, I got it. But yeah, it was very, yeah. very subtle when they first I would still it. be like, oh, I guess this shit's broke. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got six tubes instead of four. Who knows what's wrong with it? Uh, right into the trash is where this goes. <laughs> Also, he didn't even offer to try to return the tapes to the family. Like he didn't like, well, oh, no. let's find the people who lived here before and give them their home movies back. Well, they watch it and they and the first tape they put in conveniently is the one with the mom of three from the third one. And this is when they were making their sex tapes. So she's in her bra and panties and they're like really into it. And, and uh, then they were talking about how hot she was. And I was like, you know what? She is hot because I, I have a note here that says. I'm I'm watching a I'm watching a movie of two guys watching a handicam movie of a lady who's going to get naked and they might jerk off and you know what I might also <laughs> I wasn't really going to but I was just like this whole meta thing of me like watching these dudes do this shit I was like this is boring as hell but it gets it gets interesting after this and yeah because then it switches to uh, Christy and Katie and they're doing like this and kid version kid version with the grandma and uh, new David Blaine. He's like, close your eyes. You know, what do you see? And they're doing this weird like meditation and uh, our two, you know, Mike and Ryan are really into it. And I felt very uncomfortable. Well, Mike wasn't so much. He's like, this is boring. Why are we watching kids? And my, and Ryan was like, yo, this is interesting. I'm like, you're weirdly into watching kids being hypnotized. Yeah, I was like, I don't feel comfortable watching grown men watching what could be some form of child abuse. They don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's what I was, I was immediately, I was like, this is uncomfortable to watch. But it was just more of a curiosity of like, what is going on here? Mike did, this scene does have Mike saying my one laugh out loud line in the movie. So Katie's got her eyes closed and she's, you know, trying to explain what she sees and Christy's like writing it all down and he and Mike goes a kid in the back there's just taking minutes and I laughed <laughs> at that that was <laughs> great so Katie's describing Leela's room she's like I see a teepee 
why would there be a teepee inside? And Ryan's like, what the fuck? And yeah, so, Mike's like, this is bullshit. And he's like, no, she's describing my kid's room. Yeah, and she was pretty accurate with it. Let's also take a moment before we get further into this. This house is massive. This is like a fucking 40 bedroom house. This dude is Man- a game designer. <laughs> He designs video games, and I don't care if you're, unless you're Bobby Kotick running Activision, <laughs> you ain't making the kind of money that it would take to buy this house. It is in California, nonetheless. So yes. I mean, and you have this like wraparound balcony that looks down over. I mean, it's a gorgeous house. Gorgeous. But like you have this wraparound balcony that looks down over the living room. You've got like 27 rooms, it seems like. It's an amazing house. They got a pool, too, I think. Well, we do find out that it was all manipulation. Well, yes. So but maybe that does they were like, excuse. hey, you want this house? How much you got? <laughs> you know, going to one of those situations. Well, I can scrounge up like 75 cents. It's yours. Yeah. Uh, the power goes out. That's the That's jump what scare. It is. Yeah. Bam, because Mike goes, I think you blew a fuse using that ancient VCR. <laughs> and uh, that, was, that wasn't so bad, too. So the power comes back on, and this is when they take the edibles. Okay. And this actually scared me because they take the edibles. He's like, he's like, have a brownie. And he's like, I don't want to do drugs. He's like, don't worry. It's just a brownie. Of course, he drugs his brother without like telling him, which is kind of a dick move. Don't ever do that. Yeah. Don't ever, ever do that. That's not cool. You don't want to ruin someone's day. Because they don't want to do drugs, and then they're just on drugs all of a sudden. And let's be honest, this is California. Those edibles there are no joke. This guy's got a daughter. Like, he can't be accidentally high. Like, what if something happens? You got to plan for that shit. And the reason we find out he's high is we cut to the, we immediately cut to a scene where he's like face to face with an animatronic Santa with glowing eyes. It's like, ho, 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 ho. And I'm like, and he's just staring at it as if like, this is the greatest thing ever. And I was like, oh, that dude's high. Um, And then that thing falls and scares us. That's a jump scare that I really appreciated. Well, do you guys like the jump scares in this movie? Do you think they were effective? I mean, in effective, the, yes. Yeah, in the beginning, but then I think as Garrett alluded to, they like use the same jump scare every fifteen seconds, and it sort of lost its uh, potency. The whooshing, the 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 black shadow whooshing at the camera was the one that worked one time, and I was like, oh, that's very manipulative. But I I I gotcha, you got me. After that, every time I saw that thing, I expected it to bum rush the camera. So they lost the impact of that. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of the other jump scares worked really well. This movie actually really did scare the shit out of me, you guys. I'll be honest. I slept with my lights on that night. Don't watch one of the better ones then. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me again what you were saying about this particular version of the ghost and why it resonates with you so much. So, you know, kid night terrors, you know, I just got an overactive imagination when it comes to like, you know, this kind of stuff. You guys know the supernatural and shit freaks me out. But this uh, this visual of this thing like oozing out of stuff or, you know, appearing and kind of like taking a a non corporeal. Is that the right word? Yeah. Corporeal form where it has like mass, but it is a non-existent mass. Like it's almost like a, a physical smoke creature. But the way they do it, it's cool because it's like it looks like it's almost like blood, like falling upwards, like, you know, like dripping upwards as this thing stands. And they do a really cool job of showing multiple camera angles because later on he decides to put multiple cameras up and one detects. You can actually see the the creature. I'm gonna call it the creature, but you can actually see the form. And then the the, other one you can't. Spirit cam is on. Yes. And the rest of the standard cameras don't pick him up. We got a six cylinder and a three cylinder cam. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So. 
I, I, I really do think, cause like you see it come out of the ceiling, you see it drip up the balcony, you see it kind of slowly like glide down the hallway. There'll be scenes where like you'll be looking at one thing and then you can see something move in the background, you know, it's there and it's not until you look to the other camera. Do you actually see it standing like an inch away from someone? Um, I think visually they did an amazing job of making this thing very creepy, very impending and it's very spooky, but the problem I had with it is it doesn't do much until like one point in the movie. It just kind of, it's always just lurking. That's about all it does. Yeah. It, it tries to use uh, Leela to accomplish things, yes. but not very successfully. Yeah. It's really weird. I mean, but visually this is one of the scariest things. I, it sounds dumb, but this is one of the scarier things I've seen in a horror movie as far as a visual effect, because it leans into um, that. I can't see it, but I know it's there. And it can do something if it wants to, but it's not doing anything for whatever the fuck reason that is. And that always never fails. That always gets me. All right. That's pretty cool. Uh, my note was the black blob effect is okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's saying a lot uh, for you. No, but I do agree. This was pretty, that was a pretty solid effect. I just wish they would have used this in a much better story. Yes. Like that's the part that kind of upsets me. Well, the visual distortion returns and they start doing a lot. You're going to see a lot of them following the distortion around trying to locate the source with this camera. I did actually like this part because Orion can't find Mike for a few minutes and he's walking around the dark calling out his brother's name. And then Mike just pegs him with a ball. Oh, yeah. He's like, go <laughs> kicks him with a soccer ball. Now that is sibling behavior. Yeah. And then he's like, Mike, Mike's like taunting him, walking around. Mike, where are you, Mike? And I was like, OK, that's exactly how a brother would yep. act. But again, this is why I thought Mike was OK. He was he acted comedic, but it was all within like relative like this is how you'd behave with someone you're comfortable with, you know? I just think it needed to be toned down a little bit more. Like it, it's not that this stuff wasn't landing. I just thought there was too much humor in this movie. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Something happens that actually triggers them to freak out other than the, the lights going out. What the fuck was that? Mike and Skylar end up outside. Oh, that's right. The parents are going to go out on a date. One of the, I think the cooler effects of this movie is at some point when Mike's outside, all of the, you hear crickets and then Skylar joins and all the crickets just stop. It becomes perfectly silent. I really liked that. I have a note in my notes that when she, when that happened, when all the crickets stopped, when she like walked outside, I was like, is Skylar one of the girls from the video grown up? So I was on a real roller coaster ride with Skylar. I swore <laughs> she was connected to this bigger story somehow, but I thought she was one of the little girls. Oh, that would have been cool. No, no. Uh, so then Mike goes, he's like, oh, let me go get the camera. Cause they think some creepy shit's happening and they get the camera and they see like a, you know, uh, the a whoosh. A whoosh. Yeah. Go over the pool into the woods and they're like, oh, well, we definitely need to investigate this because that makes a lot of logical sense. And this is where we get night vision because right. I have a note that says, oh, thank God we got night vision. So they kick this <laughs> 80s camera into night vision mode. <laughs> a very uh, standard feature that all cameras from the 80s had. That was a bonus seventh cylinder that gave them that ability. <laughs> Threw that one in for free. You, you buy five cylinders, you get one free. That's right. Um, so they they follow this into the, the woods. That's, I'm overselling it. It's a bush because it's in their backyard. Yeah. But they follow it into a bush and there is a uh, Leela. Leela just like chanting Latin or what it sounds like. And they're like, oh, this is fucking creepy. So they're like, hey, let's go inside. 
Um, and they take Leela inside and then it cuts to the next morning where they, where Mike is showing this tape to, uh, Ryan. And he's like, this is what the fuck's happening here. This is weird. And tells him his daughter was outside. Right. And they go back to look at that spot. And on that spot is a rosary. Yeah. And the wife's like, this is my rosary. How did this get here? It was buried. She was burying the religious uh, artifacts to get those out of the house, I guess, because it'll make Toby uncomfortable. Oh, because she does burn that Bible later, Later, too. yeah. She just, okay. like, rips it up. After they, they find the rosary, they go inside to question Leela, and she's in the bathroom with her hand on the mirror, and she's saying Bloody Mary backwards. And because remember, they, they pick her up and take her out of the room after they ask her this, yeah. and then the mirror cracks where her hand was. And this is one of my biggest fucking problems mm-hmm. with these movies is because they capture something terrifying and then just ignore it. They saw the handprint of like a demon claw and then the mirror cracks on its own. Well, Ryan says, did you hear that? And I was like, and my next note says, this guy's as dumb as Mika. No, yeah. let's not get carried away. <laughs> Mika's pretty bottom of the barrel. But then comes Skylar's time to shine because they're like, what's Bloody Mary? And I'm like, oh, shut yeah. up. You are two <laughs> adults around my age. So you grew like Bloody Mary is was very popular when you were a kid. You know what fucking Bloody Mary is. But they're like, I don't know. I've never heard. And Skylar had to come in and explain like, oh, here's what Bloody Mary is. I was like, Ugh. exposition she's, dump. She's the living Wikipedia we never wanted. <laughs> right. She puts on her <laughs> monocle and goes, oh, I'm glad you asked Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm something of a Bloody Mary expert myself. <laughs> My next note here, before we get to the next scene, just says Poltergeist, The Shining, Exorcist, Shawshank Redemption, stock footage. I could list more, but I won't. This movie is 36 minutes in. Why is this still going? Yeah. See, I, that doesn't sound like the notes of someone who enjoyed this movie. But so- the thing is, is like <laughs> up until this point, it is just gobbledygook trash. And then after this, it starts getting fucking interesting. Well, what happens next is they find a little cement hand imprint of the girl's and dated 1988 in the backyard right. over kind of where Leela was the night before. And then they reveal that the house that they're in was built on top of the ashes of the house that the, all the videotapes are from. And I'm like, the ashes? Really? Did that house burn down in yeah. three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this house, it, like the new house, is substantially larger than the house in three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I thought they moved into the same house. Same new house. You only move the headstones. <laughs> <laughs> So it could be the same bones, but they rebuilt the house. New house, who dis? Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, so then it, it goes to Layla, and she's in her room, and her mom's talking to her, and she's like, did I die when I was born? I was like, well, that's a fucking creepy question. Yeah. And her mom is like, oh, no, you didn't die. As you clearly remember for some reason, the umbilical cord went around your, your throat, and you were choked for a little bit, but the doctor saved you. Instead of being like, why are you asking me this very unusual and highly specific question? That's when Skyler should come in and be like, A, how do you know this? B, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that had nothing to do with Bloody Mary. She's out of her depth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the thing is, is like, while this all is, is starting to happen, these occurrences, Leela starts talking about her friend Toby. Mm-hmm. She's starting to act weirder and weirder as things progress. And then the movie finally kicks into its normal structure of night one. 
it took uh, arguably 50 minutes to yeah. get to night one, I think. Yeah, four, four notes down from there, Mark, I have, oh my God, night four. I feel like I've been in this house for six months. <laughs> <laughs> Effectively, you're Mike number two. You've been living with the family as long as he. Well, yeah. one of my notes here also says, who even looks at the dates and timestamps on these movies at this point? Because like, if you look at that, you can tell what night and day you're on. But I don't think anybody actually reads these or they're watching these movies anymore. No, because it's become, because like the point of the night was to originally show like, okay, shit's escalating the over time. Yeah. Right. But if you're halfway through the movie and you're starting night one, like, all right, we've yeah. lost the fucking plot here. <laughs> night one should have been when the mirror shattered right. or anything before this. Uh, or here's an idea. Just start the fucking movie at night one. Like <laughs> you could have cut 40 minutes from this film and given us more scary shit because uh, near the end, it does feel rushed and I wish we had got more time with the priest and all that when we get oh, there. Oh God, yes. Like all that seems so cool. So then they're like, they're talking like, hey, how does she even know about Bloody Mary? And they're like, oh, you know, maybe she watched the tapes. Yeah. Your kid would know how to operate a VCR in the touch tablet universe. Well, that that's when in. Rick says, or Rick, wait, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan goes, says, she's um, three feet tall. I she couldn't reach it anyway. Blah, blah. And I was just like, why does everyone in this house keep making excuses for all the insane shit that keeps happening? Like it would take three incidences in my house for me to be like, okay, I need to a decide to burn this place down or move tomorrow. Like it does not take a week of me make a people making excuses on why this shit your window crack with a demon hand. Yeah. They guess somehow what? didn't see that though, I guess. Cause they asked, did you hear that? It's like, did you, are you not but watching? The audience saw it. So therefore they should have seen this. Now you are assuming that this movie wants to <laughs> use the rules, uh, that it's set for itself. That's what you normally do. No, 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 no. Uh, we have audience vision. They don't talk. It's the oh, eighth cylinder, right. <laughs> except it's all through fucking POV handicam. So it's like, we should be seeing what they are seeing, but yes, it's, it's an office style documentary. See, we are following a crew that's watching these people. Maybe oh. Mike put the camera down. That's also something that happens at this point in the movie. Mike starts filming everything. So now Ryan gets to be off camera or on camera. And I was like, why would you ever just be like, I'll be the camera guy now, Ryan? Like Mike just picks up the ghost cam and starts filming. Here's why. So you got eyes on the demon the whole time, but they don't know what's a demon yet. They're still making excuses for why this shit. That's true. Well, that's anyway, the, that's the paranormal and found footage conundrum. Garrett is like when I it know. doesn't make sense to film things in for these characters, like their lives are in danger, but then the audience wouldn't get to see any of it. This yeah. is also the point in the movie where they finally tell the wife about the tapes that they found. And I was like, why would you ever hide finding these creepy ass tapes from your wife for what I thought was days, but evidently it was just one day. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I'll, I'll shut up time. now. Yeah, but the problem is the progression of time in the movie does not seem to make <laughs> sense. Um, yeah, but then that we have to go back to the well that this tired franchise does so many times is people not believing the evidence. And then one of the family members going, ah, you're just nuts. Ah, you're being silly. There ain't no spooks here. And we got to deal with this whole dichotomy. Thankfully, because this movie varies wildly in pacing, though, it only lasts a very short period of time. Uh, yeah. because there's like a jump scare in the bedroom, the whoosh scare, and then it cuts to nighttime and Leela, as we talked about, is destroying a Bible and her mom wakes up and she's like, what are you? She's, she's tearing the pages and throwing them in the fireplace. She's like, what are you doing? And she goes down and gets the kid and the kid throws a gas on first before right. she starts pulling the pages into kid, the, the thing. Kid ex expert at turning on the fireplace. Cause she's going to burn this Bible one page at a time. Uh, so she's throwing the mom comes and gets her. And that was the original Johnny cash song. I burned it one page at a time. <laughs> burned a Bible in Reno just to watch it burn. Uh, <laughs> 
didn't it didn't have the same ring to it. Uh, he had five rewrites, just like this movie. Exactly. Got to the good version. <laughs> uh, so the mom puts Lila to bed. She's like, "That's some weird shit." We'll talk about it in the morning. She goes to get the pages out of the fireplace, and the gas turns back on. And she's like, "That's weird." She turns it off, like, "Huh, that's that's interesting," mm-hmm. and then acts like it's not a big deal. Right. But she goes. Uh, She's a little spooked, but yeah, for the most part, she's like, hmm. And then the angel from the Christmas tree, bam, slams to the ground. She's mm-hmm. like, okay, this is starting to get, all right, strike two. Should I be concerned? And then whoosh. And then she's like, all right, I'm running upstairs to bed. Yeah, it goes through her. Like you yeah. see the thing from the camera, the the ghost camera, and you see it whoosh through her. And that's when she like feels it. And she's like, oh my God. And like we get some scene where something happens with the daughter either right before like we, we see Toby in the room or we see the, the blood monster in the room. Yeah. That was right before this. Yes. Thing, yeah. And this is the point where they call the priest like this. The next day is when they decide to call the right. priest. I totally respect this movie. Didn't go through the whole, all right, the mom's going to try to find some lot. It's like one, that creepy shit happens. And she's like, you know what? I'm bought in. Let's get some professional help. Before the priest does show up, though, this is when they're watching the tapes play back and Leela's in the room and the mother's in the room. Oh, God. all of a sudden, it seems like the girls in the VHS tape know what's going on in this room. Katie, Christy, I want you to concentrate. Concentrate. I need you to concentrate. She's like in some sort of, like, trance state or something. They're inducing a trance. Where'd you get this? From a box of, like, 80 VHS tapes the old homeowners left in the basement. This tape is, like, 20 years old. Tell me what you see. I think I see two men. What are your names? Ryan. Mike. We're the Fleege brothers. Brothers. Daddy. I can't sleep. What's going on? There are noises in my room. You hear noises in your room? Okay, well, Daddy will go up and make sure everything's... What the hell? They're like, wait a damn minute. And they go and rewind the tape. Well, because they're all talking over each other. So when the kid sneezes, the girl on the videotape, Katie, I guess, um, says, bless you. And they don't notice it until they go back and watch the tapes later, which is what happened. But like, yeah, cool. Um, Oh, that scene where she's describing, she's like, I see multiple people. I see this. I see toys, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, what the fuck? Like that. I loved that scene. I thought that was really scary. I thought it was cool, but. It opens so many questions. If Katie can see the future, how did she not see herself marrying Mika, getting possessed, and killing her husband, and becoming a demon? Wait, that's a good question. Why did she get possessed in? I thought she was just there to make Hunter. Because she's ultimately brainwashed by the time she gets to movie one. She doesn't remember any of this. But why does she get possessed? Because she's the one being terrorized in movie one. Well, all right, you might... We... Why she gets possessed, we find out in... Part 26. Leonard stays alive Two, where they transfer. Originally, it's Christy who's possessed and then they transfer it from Christy to Katie. Oh, you're right. Okay. God damn this franchise. So yeah. <laughs> movie two actually takes place. That's the bef- tagline for the eighth one. God damn this franchise. Yeah, movie two <laughs> takes place before part one until the very end of mm-hmm. part two, where it cuts to demonic Katie stealing Hunter out of the crib. Right. So it's like, yeah. Okay. Man, but then if they that. had Hunter to bring in the Toby, why would they be possessed then? Wouldn't you want to keep your host non-possessed so they could bring in the the Scion to 
possess and bring forth the demon of who knows? Cool. Not Let's the get writers. This plot. They go to Kate. They go to Leela's room because this was weird, and she has drawn a like a doorway over her bed. A little, uh, not an arc, but like a square kind of like you yeah, know, a whole bunch of like yeah. runes and like weird symbols. And this shit's like fucking seven to eight feet up in the right. air. Like, there's no way this kid could have gotten up there. And you're just like, like I loved that because I was like, but the thing that pissed me off is Ryan and the mom just go. Did you draw these? And I'm like, you're not going to point out that it's like 12 feet in the air? Like, we're cool with this? Okay. My note is, while not commented on, it's very strange that the kid was able to draw that high. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is the kind of stuff that makes this movie bad to me, is like these blatant oversights of like stupid common sense. Eric. But then like, it's but that's a cool scene though, when she's drawing that and they're like, uh, and I'm just like, yeah, uh, indeed. And then the second thing that pisses me off about this doorway is, at no point do they clean it. They just, they're like, you know what? It's probably safe to leave that there. They don't try to get rid of it at all. It's there the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. If there was demonic symbols drawn on a wall, my parents would have scrubbed it to the baseboard, you know? And they even know what it is because throughout this time too, they've also been like getting books and like researching and, and Ryan's like, those are the same symbols in my witch's coven book. And, and that's what we learned about the coven. And right. I was like, oh, this chick's definitely part of the coven. She was not. <laughs> and they're just like, you know what? We'll leave this here. We'll deal with this demon doorway later. Well, and also Lilu or Lila um, wrote the word hunter on her little like chalkboard. Right. Which but- I was like, isn't she supposed to have the kid hunter? So they I tell her the how- name. No, hunter's older than Lila. Yeah. Because oh, okay. hunter was a kid. Not by much though. Katie and Christy have hunter. Right. Hunter is Christie's son. Yeah. The first, okay. So what we find out, I think it's in two or one or three. I don't know. But a long time ago. One of these movies. The these This coven of witches promised their firstborn son to the demon we know as Toby. And then Correct. For like, and that's like what the magician's kind of talking about right. on the videotape. And then for like a hundred years, they never had any sons until Christie had... Hunter, who had a different name before he was Hunter that I can't remember now. Except when they're, they're talking to Christy and Katie when they're like small children and the magician's like, you can see these are the chosen ones. They, did they know that he, they were going to have Hunter or did they just think that they're the, the, the keys to doing it? They were like, you know what? Statistically speaking, one of you has to have a boy at this point. We are on a <laughs> run here. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll stop asking questions about this because I think it's, it's not fully fleshed out. It's not. The universe is very convoluted. These movie timelines are all over the place and I don't think they put a whole ton of depth and i think that is because i don't think anybody expected this movie to get a sequel let alone nine sequels or whatever the priest points out to the word hunters written on her chalkboard and i have a note that says is christy and hunter from other movies because this i was like i've got to be missing something here and evidently i was evidently Mm -hmm. they're key players in this whole paranormal activity yeah maybe hunter and leela have to grow up (gasps) together they make a demon, but the demon already comes is wins. Yeah, the demon he, wins. Yeah, he he goes for um Leela. But I guess he doesn't win because you're telling me the ending of this movie takes place in the ghost dimension. Yes, yes, it takes place in the ghost dimension. That's where the the monster thing finds. I thought Leela. that happened in this dimension, so maybe. Okay, so first off, I don't think there is a ghost dimension. I think there's a portal between 1988 and 2013. I think what happens is they <gasps> die yeah, in the right. 80s. You're right. That's so totally not, right. Yeah, they're not hanging around in some weird other dimension uh, at the end. They're in the past. Well, wait a okay. minute. Then that means Lilu or Leela 
ends up in the same time frame as Christy and Katie. So all three of them are young girls at that time, all living in the same house with human Toby. Yeah. It's convoluted. It doesn't make sense. Like, and ultimately, does it matter? Because spoiler, next to Kin is like, you know what? Fuck all that noise. We're going Amish now. <laughs> we, <laughs> we need a primer. Okay, so let's... let's the priest, uh, a priest walks into a house. Right. Uh, have you heard this one? Because I have. <laughs> and that's exactly what I thought when this happened again. I was like, how many goddamn times in these movies do we have to bring the priest over and go, you're not allowed to leave the house because it's going to follow you. And I'm they, like, all right, we're but doing But they do this. it anyway. All the hits are coming back. Because we're here to play our greatest to, hits. Because... Garrett didn't know that there was a priest before, so this is new the news. The priest was in one with Yeah, Nika. he was in part one. Oh, that's true. He was, the, was this the same priest? Kind of no, looked the same. No, it's <laughs> totally different, but yeah, no, I was I was like, oh, we're doing this again, huh? And then she's, and so the priest is like, all right, let me go talk to Leela, and he's like, hey, Leela, how are you doing? And Leela's just like, you know, fine, and then just bites the fucking shit out of yeah, him, like, man. Yeah, like, chews into her face. Clamps down big time. And then we cut to the priest leaving, and then Ryan has the camera in his hand. He goes, she bit a priest. <laughs> That's the line. And he says it off camera because he's holding it. And I was just like, wow, what a great line. There was line. another line that the priest said that I really rolled my eyes at. And he was like, we don't need an exorcism. We need an extermination. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh, get fucked. <laughs> In fact, though they missed the opportunity, paranormal activity, extermination. Yeah, that's what it should have been called. Yeah, that would have been great. So the, again, the priest tells him, like, if you try to leave, it's just going to follow you wherever you go. So might as well stay in the spook house that you're already in. But one of the things that I think that should be happening is they seem to always lose track of Leela at any Constantly. point. Like they cannot keep 24 hours surveillance on this kid who's being tormented by demons. There are four adults, one child. They cannot keep an eye on this child. Well, let's be honest though. Leela doesn't seem bothered by any of this. No, she's cool. As, she's cool as a cucumber. But she's getting all weird and like withdrawn. So you yeah, but she's okay with this. She's not, she didn't seem bothered by being weird. She's like, no, I'm cool. You so, will get one of those little children leashes. You strap that shit on or you're like, you know what, Leela? You're staying with me. Yeah. Might I submit the option of bringing more people into your home with you to help? Bring the parents in. Let's get 24 hour watch Let going. Let me tell you something, Mark. If Four adults can't keep an eye on one child. More people are not going to help. adults ain't going to be the difference. <laughs> I think it would have helped. Like, what else are you going to do at this point? Oh, we'll just sit and get tormented. Well, I would have loved to have seen where Mike was on the phone with his mom being like, Mom, he's doing a terrible job. He's a horrible parent. We need reinforcements <laughs> big time. Yeah. We need a real adult. Uh, the thing also that I don't like about this movie that I feel like at some point I would have gotten used to is every time some spooky happens, they're like, oh shit, that's fucking spooky and surprising. I would have oh. liked to see there be more like, oh, this fucking demon again <laughs> well that's the thing is they've all been whooshed at some yeah. point they've all like seen shit fall off and go crazy and then every time it happens they're like what was that and it's like it don't matter what it is something got knocked over you, you're familiar with what's happening like ryan's just standing in the back going toby you cut it out toby you, yeah. that's a bad toby which might <laughs> uh, might be effectual because the priest does say and it's pretty consistent the demon grows stronger off your fear and negative emotions. Oh, good point. I don't know if boredom is a negative emotion, but it's definitely not fear, right? If you're like, get not now, Toby. Like, <laughs> uh, he'd just been pissed. Get Toby a switch. I've been filling Toby full of indifference. <laughs> He's not going anywhere now. <laughs> <laughs> just hand Toby uh, the camera and be like, here, you film for a while. <laughs> night Everybody gets a turn. Right? It's like night 7006. Still not strong enough to come back. So something. So at this point, um, one more one more big scare happens. The the demon monsters in the hallway. Um, they the, oh, so this is this is the, the 
the portal opens up. They're downstairs. They hear some shit going crazy upstairs. They run upstairs. They can't find um, Leela. The giant, like, etched, like, square on the wall has been opened up. It is a portal leading to somewhere. Again, we find out it's back to 1988 or whatever. Um, but, yeah, they're running through the house. And this part, this really pissed me off. Because at one point, the mom has the camera. She's because he's like, take this camera. You can see, you know, what's there. She drops the camera in the hallway as she's running to Leela's room and she stops and goes, I dropped the camera, runs back for the camera, picks it up and then continues to run to her daughter's room. I was like, you negligent monster. Well, <laughs> like, they might need the camera, though, if they keep you know, so they can. I do strategize. not care. I don't care if I have a gun, a knife. If I'm running for my child and I drop whatever it is, I'm not stopping. But how can you fight what you can't see? With these sweet guns, bro. <laughs> these fists of fury. So, I mean, I understand her logic. I'm headbutt this motherfucker back into the ghost dimension. The, the real negligence is, back to Mark's point, is why was nobody with her? Yeah, Mike and Ryan just fucking up and leave. Yeah. And Where like, are they going? Okay. Well, Skyler stays at one point. Oh, the mom stays at one point. He's like, come with me. Come to bed, honey. And this is when the portal opens up. Um, so anyway, the portal opens up. They end up getting, um, they end up like running back in the room. The portal's closed now. Leela's in bed. And they're like, okay, that's it. We're out of here. They go to a hotel. And then they send Mike and Skyler back to go get like supplies. And they're like, oh, make sure to get a jacket and this and that and the other thing. And oh, this is yeah. the This is the point that actually gives you more information how these movies sort of kind of tie together. Because our yoga guru happens to see all of Mike's, uh, I'm sorry, Ryan's research material. And she's like, Hey, get a load of this, would you? It turns out there's nine princes of hell that are all trying to make their way back to Earth. She's like a sexy clippy. It looks like you're researching <laughs> demons. <laughs> right. So what I think, and this is kind of how Next of Kin loosely ties back into this, is there's more than one Toby. There's potentially nine Tobies. Really? Yeah. You think they're all nine different demons? Nine times a Toby, nine times the fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's... There may be, when they go to number eight or down the line, there's going to be more world building with the Katie and Christy and why they're important and Hunter, because like John says, they kind of just brush all that away in movie eight and go out to Amish country. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's kind of the whole like very loose tying in is the, is the Blondie told us that there's more than one demon. I'm going to tell you right now, the screenwriters are taking notes. They're like, yep, that's definitely what we can do to tie all this shit back <laughs> together. Because we had no idea. Yeah. The Grape Talk's going to be listening to the next writer pass. <laughs> we better get credit then that's as one of the it. passes. Now, one of the things that we do find out before they go to the hotel room is like, oh, guess what? Katie was our realtor. She sold right. us the house and because wait, they called. Was it Katie? Yeah. I know they're, they're trying to find out how they got to the house because they, they realize that they're in the house that the, the girls from 88 were in or something like that. Yeah. They right. call the realtor and they're like, what do you mean she doesn't work for you? We have the card right here. And it's like, you know, Katie Flowers. Oh, or I didn't put that is. together. Which, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they probably like, how much do you want to buy the house for? Wink nod. We'll give it to you for free. Well, he, did, well, he did say like, we got a really good deal and it wasn't even listed by the time, you know, when we, when we got introduced to it. So he's like, isn't that weird? Yeah. They find it. Which tape. is definitely weird in California. Yeah. They good find luck. a VHS tape that was only a few months prior to them moving in with everybody looking around. I was like, yep, the house looks good. Let's get a sucker in here. Which is weird <laughs> that you would store that tape with the fucking 88 demon tapes. They, I think, I think. It's uh, hubris. They're like, 
they could watch this tape. It's not going to matter. By the time they see this, it's too late. It's the like evil villain monologuing their master yeah. plan. Like, right. ah, Katie saw all this unfolding already. Well, see, they didn't check that tape first because it was actually titled Mama's Soaps. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you're checking old tapes for pornos, you check all tapes for pornos. There you go. <laughs> okay. Um, so at this point, they go to a hotel. Um, they send back, as you said, right. Skylar and uh, Mike. And it takes them like eight hours to get supplies because they come in when it's daytime and then it's nighttime all of a sudden and Leela's there. Well, no, it's nighttime. They, it's nighttime. No, no, it's no you're right. It's definitely like, it's daytime, daytime when they you're get right. there. I stand corrected. I it don't know what, t- what they actually, I think I know what they did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Too hot for TV. Exactly. So they cut and it's night. Why wasn't that my extended cut? Right. And they hear a noise. And they're like, what is that? And now Leela is back in her bedroom. But let's point out though when they come back to this place they open the door they're like if there's demons in here stay away like they are freaking out like they believe yeah but they do also say is it Skylar goes is it me or does it feel less uh, evil in here evil in here now yeah Mike's like you know what it does feel a little less evil (laughs) (laughs) screenwriting 101 baby (laughs) I'm gonna use my mild powers to gauge the temperature of the room (laughs) thanks blondie Uh, so Leela's in there they're like whoa how did you get here oh no 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 I'm I'm sorry John I hate to interrupt on this, but I want to point this out because this got me. This one actually kept me up a little bit at night. Okay. They hear a noise. They did. They run in. They go to the room. They go to Leela's room where the noise is is coming from, and she is scratching the wall to where her fingers are bloody. She's digging where the portal is. There's no portal on the wall, but she is digging away the wall and the the fucking wallpaper, and her fingers are bleeding. She's just Shawshank Redemption digging for glory. True. And they're like, what are you doing? They try to pull her away, and she starts like... Like growling and shit like that, and like still scratching, and then we get a smash cut to the parents coming. Everyone's back at the house now, right? And, and they're, they're gonna. The priest is there too, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't know how she got there. We both just left this two room hotel, and then she, we came back, and she had vanished. It they was, say it's like five miles away. Yeah, totally creepy. But once again, it goes back to the pure incompetence of these people. They're now in a hotel that at most has a bedroom and a bathroom, and yet somehow they both are unable to keep an eye on this child. Uh, we can't set up watch for our daughter because we don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're ether addicts. They're all passed out 24 yeah. seven. Like what, or what happened? They like in that hotel room that they couldn't keep an eye on her. But anyway, does Poppies, it, Yes. <laughs> do, uh, I faux David Blaine came, started doing a magic show <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, uh, Leela, uh, drugged them. No, but see, don't even talk about that. I think, oh, I know, I know. I'm joking. Oh, I'm just she saying. Jedi mind tricked them. She's like, you know what? You won't see me walk five miles back home. So the priest is like, that's some crazy shit. Here's what we need to do. It's time to do our extermination. Hey, that says exorcism. He probably say, does say exorcism, okay. but I'm going to call it an extermination because okay, that's cool, cooler. Cool. And that's what he said they needed. <laughs> True. Also, he's got some math equation that figures out that the daughter's birth date is 666. Oh, oh yeah. wait, really? I yeah. missed that. Yeah. She's like, he was, she was born in the sixth month of the, on the sixth day of the sixth year of this millennium. <gasps> what? Yeah. Yo, get fucked. That's 666, dog. Yeah. Uh, Yo. That's why it, she it, got picked. It all makes sense now. Yeah. So, uh, except... Except it's I all for you, Leela. I think she was born in 2005, which considering the millennium started in 2001. 
Here we go. <laughs> Here we go with your fucking numbers and your science. I'm just saying there was no year zero. Um, <laughs> Let's also point out, though, real quick, that all the uh, research that Skylar and Ryan were looking at earlier in this movie throughout it was very cool drawings yeah. of, like, demons and had, like, that old, like, like little crosshatch etching style. Oh, God, I love old pictures like that. I that agree. shit's so cool looking. They poured some coffee on the paper, so it had, like, a yellowish yeah, look. Yeah. It was good. There was, like, a seven-eyed goat at some point drawn somewhere, too. Yep. It was yep, cool. Yep, yep. Well, as the exorcisms taking place, everything in the house starts shaking. And I actually kind of like this effect because it was more of a digital glitch uh, than actual like shaking of the physical items. You know, it was like they were phasing in and out of like a dimension. Well, did mm. you catch the, the, the throwback to this? This is actually, that's a callback to something that happens earlier in the movie. Remember when uh, Ryan and Mike are watching the porno tape and the wife is about to like fuck her husband and they're like, is that a, is that an earthquake? And the, everything starts shaking. Yeah. Except that it went number three. It was an earthquake. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was a callback to something Would demonic cool, happening in the house. But it was an earthquake. I'm tired of fixing this movie. And then, <laughs> and then dust falls from the ceiling because of the earthquake. And it, that's when you first see the outline of <gasps> Oh the God, that's creepy. In three. Oh, are you serious? Three is so much better. <laughs> Oh, no, movie. no, no. I, oh, dude, look, seriously. Yeah. Like, that just fucked me up. Three yeah. is so good. Um, <laughs> I hate these movies. So the priest, now, I would consider myself something of a movie exorcism expert. Harry tells me you're quite the science whiz. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. You're probably the leading foremost Thank of you. the, your field. <laughs> and I have never seen one like this, where the plan is we're going to catch the demon in a sheet. <laughs> well, I thought it was just so they could find out where it was. I thought it was just so they could like so find the form they, of it. Their goal is to get it in the circle, right? And they're like, okay, what do we do now? And I like, get it's the It's a pentagram sheet. too. It's a yeah. pentagram. Also, yeah. weird. You don't normally use demonic symbols. Well, use their tools against them. This is the most effective uh, ghost catching has been since three professors <laughs> of a college screamed get her at a librarian. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Uh, so they throw, and they're like, get the sheet. And they throw a sheet and then everything goes to hell because I don't think they planned. Because well, the lights go out, everything starts shaking, everything's going crazy, and then, yeah, he's like, and then and something runs at the ghost camera, and that effect with the thing, the face comes to the camera, that thing was really creepy looking. Yeah. And then they throw the sheet on that. And then the priest gets yanked out of the pentagram, and he's just, he, get, he gets... Oh, he gets slashed or something, right? He gets, like, folded up. Yeah. And he, basically, he gets yanked out of the movie. Origami. Hi. <laughs> I wrote down, the priest has been whisked away to a new satanic adventure. Yeah. He <laughs> is gone. We never even see his body. Uh, priest is, uh, he's, he got yanked into eight. Uh, and so then they're like, we got to finish the ritual. And so then they, they wouldn't that be great if he came back as a grizzled Quint like figure. And it's like, I'll catch your ghost and I'll get him too. we'll put yeah. him in a sheet. Y'all like, know me, how I got, make my living. He's got an eye patch and a peg leg. He's like a priest and a pirate. Uh, now, what ultimately happens to make this go utterly tits up? The shaking and... They th say get it into the circle and then it burns up. Yeah, and these amateurs are just screaming random Latin phrases, none of which are prayers. Well, because Skylar says, say the prayer. And I was like, when did this chick become the expert? Because she knew about the fucking paperwork that Ryan had. Again, this led more to my, like, she's involved. But again, she was not. No. In fact, my notes are poor Father Tom, and I go, I appreciate the big ideas to catch the demon in a sheet. <laughs> oh, no, because Skylar gets acid barfed, or is it the wife? 
because no, the demon Skylar pukes into Mike's face. She gets possessed by Toby. Right. So yes. the holy sheet does not contain the demon. <laughs> the lo the holy sheet <laughs> for which will throw under the demon. Yeah. Should uh, use a fitted sheet. Compl- that's probably the problem. Yeah, that is the problem right there. Uh, or at least get like a king size. They're using like a twin sheet. Like get the biggest sheet you could find. They have a washcloth in here. Yeah. Put it on his head. Uh, and yeah, so it, it escapes and then it just starts killing everybody. It, I think it possesses Skylar, mm-hmm. turns apparently her insides into acid. She pukes on Mike. Mike's like fucking uh, Raiders. Dissolved, yeah. yeah like he, Lost Ark shit. That was really cool. <laughs> I was, I did not expect that to happen. No. So poor Mike is dead. Um, They're I, running back to Leela because she's running into her room to go to the portal. Right. And then in the process, Ryan has a fist like explodes through his back through his chest. Yeah. Ryan gets fisted. Poor Ryan. <laughs> so everyone's dead now. Whose fist was that? Was it the ghost fist or was that Skylar's fist? That's Toby fist. Yeah, that was okay. So I think Skylar died with Mike. This guy's full name is Toby fist. Toby. Yeah. yeah. So to buy name, that's a good name <laughs> to buy his fist, uh, <laughs> kills Ryan. Um, and, uh, um, and Lila's crawling through the portal. Her mom's chasing her and they end up in a basement. I thought no, that not in the basement yet. They run not. through the old house. Oh, right, right, right. Because right, that's right, what yeah. they, they see Christy and Katie going like, it's too late. It's already happened. He's already here for us. And he's they're like taunting the mom. Like, cause she's looking for, she's like, Leela, where are you? Leela, where are you? Like Blair witch style. And then uh, Katie and Christy are just like, it's too late. He's here. You can't stop it. Blah, blah, blah. Because they're back in the old house that was on the same spot, which is really cool to know now. So they're traveling back in time to the but, same location. It's, breaks that breaks the whole movie though because where does the demon go after between 1988 and paranormal activity 2 where the fuck does the demon go he's chilling he's waiting for his opportunity they, he's waiting for a, a leela yeah but he does possess katie and christy at one point so how the fuck does he's back to being a ghost oh god because here we see a physical form he's a leg Okay. Okay. Now let's, let's actually, let's get to this. So the mom is chasing Leela around this house. Katie and Christy are like, you know, like taunting her. Then they disappear. She runs down to the basement and that's where Leela is. And she's like, it's okay, mom, Toby's here or whatever. And she's like, oh my God. And they like get crouched in a corner. She's like, I'll protect you. I'll protect you. And then we see from a camera that has fallen down on the ground, like low, low shot, a, a kind of like a human leg that's walking really weird. Like it's the first time it's learning how to walk in a, a grown human leg is walking towards them. And then it reaches down to grab the mom and like kill her. It snaps her neck. But what's funny is when this first happens and I told Mark, Mark, I mentioned this to you. Um, when the first reaches down the shadows on the hand of the thing that we can't see, it's a human hand. It looks like the shadows make a giant hole on the back of their hand. I thought it was Jesus. I thought they brought back a demonic Jesus. And I was like, yo, that is next level insanity. This movie went there. Holy crap. And it was just dirt on the guy's hand. But I That's thought demon dirt, though. But I thought they were like, I was like, oh, what a twist. I was like, yo, they brought back a, a, a satanic Jesus. That's fucking crazy. But no, it was just some random thing that kills the mom and then picks up uh, Leela. And he's like, she's like, come on, let's go. And then they walk off camera together. Do they show Toby's face at all? Anymore? No, you just see his leg and hand. Yeah, that's it. 
So do we think that maybe when Skylar puked black into Mike's face, did Mike become the new vessel maybe? No, for Toby? because... No, because he melted. Uh, well, yeah, that. But also because the mom doesn't act like she recognized him. She's like, you got what you want. Just let us go. Um, and, he, and he doesn't... He's not like, Mike? What's going on, Mike? Why? Mm, you know, so... True. But melty-faced... You know, maybe she didn't recognize him, but I, I'm I'm trying to make this better. Can no, she help? would have been like, Mike, your face is melted. What are you doing? <laughs> like she saw that. Everyone saw Mike get melted by Skylar. But so. yeah, she she's lifted up. You hear her neck crack and her feet stop waving around and she's dead. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah, they drop her and she's yeah. just bump done. The best part of this movie is that the bad guy wins. But that this is so infuriating about the movie, though, because like, sure, the demon gets reborn. But in whose body? I mean, because again, and then to John's point, like, what is he doing for the next 20 years for this family to move in in the first place? Because Leela's back in the past. She's in 88 now with Christy and Swan. I mean, Christy and um, I was like, Christy Swanson, Uh, Katie and um, Christy. And so like, it's Leela, Katie, Christy and Toby and Hunter somewhere in there. Yeah. Did Hunter get taken back in time too? Well, no, Hunter. Hunter's not in existence until like later. Yeah. It's very confusing. I got no answers for you because the movie has no answers <laughs> and this universe doesn't have any answers because they broke. I mean, they were doing, it wasn't great, but at least it had some continuity up until this movie. And then in this movie, they just like torched the whole thing. And I'm okay with doing this ambiguous kind of ending where we don't know who that is or what's going on. Other than the fact that we're supposed to believe it's Toby. But the thing is, is like you can't drop all this lore on us and then be like, Oh, isn't that, you know, look at this thing. Walk away. You're like, okay, I need something to work with here. You have to give me something to wash this down with. The like $500 million this movie made says that they can do that. (laughs) Okay. Well, good point. They they technically Uh, can, but is there anything on the internet that says what the fuck's going on? The problem is going to the wiki. Once you like bring in time travel, it gets very, you open yourself up to all kinds of craziness. Like you can't just toss in time travel and hope for the best. Cause he got all predestination, like, you know, shit going well, on. It would have been okay and, if he killed uh, Leela. Like if he also killed Leela, they'd be like, okay, cool. He got reborn, went back in time. And now he's boating his time till Hunter, but he's not biding his time because he disappears from his body again. Point. So at some point between 1988 and 2007, Toby loses a fight with the demon killer. Or is Toby Mika? No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, I mean, Mika is pr- seemingly on Team Toby, but I don't think he is Toby. <laughs> so there's a movie in there where we see Toby lose. Maybe that's number eight. Maybe. No, because number eight happens during number four. Okay. I don't want to talk about When does about number four happen? <laughs> number four happens... After two and one. After, yeah. So it would be like 2008, 2009, probably. Right. Yeah, during four, it would have to be in the mid-2000s, so... Hmm. Well, this one, uh, I don't know if we mentioned it yet, had a budget of $10 million, but ended up taking in $78.9 million. So still a success for the lowest rated one of the series. That's pretty low, though. I thought it would have made more. Yeah, but maybe people were tapped out. Yeah, I remember seeing this one in theaters, and I knew back then it sucked. I remember watching it too, but I didn't remember anything about it going into it for this rewatch. I know. All I remembered was that I hated it and that there was a portal in the wall. Those were the two things. Hey, dummies. According to the Wikipedia, mm-hmm. the films, these films are typically based around various families who become haunted by the demon Asmodeus Toby of the Book of Tobit that stalks, terrifies, and ultimately murders several members of the family and other bystanders during the curse of the films. Mm-hmm. So it's not multiple demons. It's just Toby. 
According to the wiki, it's just Toby fucking with all these people. Well, here's the thing about the wiki. The wiki doesn't understand Grave Talk headcanon. <laughs> okay. So until that becomes a certified source of knowledge. Take that, Wikipedia. Yeah. But they did talk about Nine Princes twice now because it also came up in Next of Kin. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't just make that up. <laughs> well, I didn't say you did. I'm just saying according to this, it's it's all Toby all the time. But I think in the first eight movies, no, six movies, it is all Toby. That is definitely for sure because we do. All right, so we also know from Paranormal Activity 1 that the house from 1988 burns down. And we also know from this movie. Mm-hmm. So maybe oh, that's something- the house from. Oh, that's the house that Mika was talking about. Right. Because that's the one where Katie and. Dude, I forgot Katie's about like, that shit. Yeah, the house she lived at. Where did down. this come from? The burned it picture. Pre- right. So, right something, on. maybe that fire is how. Like, they're trying to do some sort of slake. Maybe he's. Maybe Toby comes back at the end of this movie, but he's not fully, like, uh, able to stay in this world. So, they okay. have to do some sort of ritual, probably involving a lot of candles. And then they accidentally start a fire. Maybe Toby gets trapped in 1988 because he can't get out of the portal again. I don't know. Is he I'm just, just, he just, just relives 1988? Yeah, eternity? he just has to chill. Oh, how pissed would you be? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, he's got three small girls now. He, he runs that house with those three kids. To grow up, though, we know that. We what don't happens know what, to Leela? We don't know. <gasps> what if Leela's in part eight? And she also grew up at that time. Oh. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm basically buying a lot of time for whatever. Mark is deep in research here at Grave Talk Studios. <laughs> He's pouring through the archives. I like how you said that, and Mark just shakes his head like, no. <laughs> like, he's, he's disgusted with what he's seeing. It's just as convoluted as it's coming out of our mouths. <laughs> it's the same on the internet. <laughs> it's a mess. Well, I do you guys think this is the worst of the franchise? Yes. Did, did it earn that place? I big time. Uh, Even more than the marked ones. Because I feel I fell asleep during the marked ones, so I haven't actually finished it. But I, I can, was bored out of my mind. I can never rewatch the marked ones because oh, high marked ones. It, they torture a dog in that film, and I never want to see that again. That's rough. Yeah, they if they don't like actually kill the dog. One of these kids gets magical powers effectively, and he turns evil from it. And he use using his magical powers to like lift the dog, pin the dog in the air like against the wall and you hear it whine and I, it's, oh, it's no, miserable. That's, yeah. yeah I didn't like it. Um, so I can never watch it again. Cause I, that one scene really just pisses me off. I don't like any kind of animal abuse. Fair. So that's unfortunate, but this one worse, uh, it's hard to say. Cause I've only seen the marked one once. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had a, a better time with this one than I did four. I, th- I thought four was just boring as hell. The fact that I can never remember which one four is, Probably doesn't bode well for it. I keep thinking four is two. Two, I, I don't know. I, it's the one with the, I've said this 13 right, with times. The, the, the FaceTime. Yeah, yeah, I remember FaceTime. it now. She ends up going in the garage and there's like just 19 people hiding in the dark waiting for her to flip the light on. And it's like the witch coven just hanging out in her garage. Yeah. The killer boyfriend. The boyfriend is really annoying. Yeah. And <sighs> That's in California, right? Yeah. I guess these are all in California, right? Right, but, well, no, she doesn't go in the garage, right? She it's like a house has like, the house across the street. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's okay. What it you is. know what? I think I may have seen clips of that one because she's like looking out her window at the stuff that's going on across like the neighbor's house, right? Yeah, and to and 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 Hunter becomes friends with their so Hunter's a real person, another kid who lives in that house. Okay, this is trash. 
this is, this I don't think thing. it's the worst one, but it's not good. And would I recommend this one? Man, I don't know, because part three is so good, and this is the other side <laughs> of three, because this is what's happening on the other end. Yeah. So, it's tough. But you don't need to know what happens on the other end, because nothing... Clearly. Well, yeah. I didn't. But nothing in three alludes to this movie, right? This isn't like a Marvel situation where they had this all planned out. They obviously are clean sheeting each movie, right? They start out a, to our MCU, right? <laughs> they start a blank sheet and they probably don't even watch the other movies. And they're like, all right, oh, let's paranormal this shit up. Night one. <laughs> what if it's, what if it's, what if it's Mad Libs, but they had the same set of ad, you know, adverbs, nouns and like Toby, you know, yeah. infection, you know, like they have to basically use the same words, but they have a different Mad Lib each time. Feels that way. Okay. Um, I, I am having a real problem right now with Garrett telling us that there's only been Asmodeus slash Toby throughout all of these because that immediately calls into question what the fuck is next of kin doing because that one is about them keeping Asmodeus caught in the mother's dying body. Well, so next of kin from I've I've been doing some extensive but research. That one is Asmodeus. In so if Toby's other name is Asmodeus, then this doesn't make any yeah, fucking sense. Because Toby. next of kin is a soft reboot. Is it really? Yeah. That's why I wish I'd known why that when we fuck, did our man? quickie. It is not meant to tie into this universe. It is a standalone film. Oh, trash. Which makes, you know what? We're on a path here. This movie's going to suck, <laughs> a right? A path to clarity, well, if you will. We're on a we're on a, a horror movie cliche path. So Next to Kin's going to not be great. Eight's not going to be great. Paranormal Activity 9 is going to take place immediately after Paranormal Activity 1. I'm calling it now. Maybe. They're, they're, we, I, I've seen this. What if they take it to space? Uh, now that Mika, he got, he got cryogenically frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this franchise now. <laughs> the thing is, is like, I genuinely love the idea of like the occult and demons and stuff like that. It's, it's really a great, great movie, you know, premise and i love the idea that they use the same demon like trace through all these films but yeah if it's this convoluted and they have not thought how to like tie some of these strings don't fuck with it like insidious mm -hmm. i don't know if you guys have watched all the insidiouses that's how you fucking do it yeah that's, that's how you tie that shit together that was done well i would say if you're in for paranormal activity just watch three go about your life you don't three it is it's not related to one and two you don't need to know that backstory you can just jump in right at three have a great scary movie and go about your life i i'm gonna recommend this one as my my, my parting words um it's got really cool visuals it's the pacing is very awkward but i like what they do with a lot of it it's got skylar in it Mwah! shout out to her and i like the demon effects that they use throughout the whole movie but man, this is convoluted like this. And, and also it does suck not knowing what you guys knew about Katie and, and Christy and them, because I didn't know any of that. I think that would have definitely enhanced my experience even more. I don't know. I liked it. I would recommend this if you're if you're wanting more paranormal activity and you've seen one in three, uh, then definitely check this out. So I'm going to I'm going to hook you up here, Garrett. The actress who plays Skylar is also in. Noble Diaries. Okay. That's a good one. Definitely. If you haven't seen that one, watch it. And the Vatican tapes. That's a bad one. Don't watch that one. 
Does she play a nun? Does she play a hot nun? Does she play a sexy hot nun? Damn it, John. I need to know right now. Does she play a sexy hot nun? No, the Vatican tapes is a really shitty, like, uh, demonic possession film. She gets possessed in that one. Oh, fuck. Uh, apparently, she was also in... Back to Pornhub it is. Dumbbells, The Barber. The Barber? D-A Barber? No, The, T-H-E. Oh, okay. Uh, and Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. Oh, I saw that. That's on Amazon Prime. That movie is terrible. Well, she's in that one. Oh, uh, wow. Okay, that actually, that one's all about like half-naked girls like running around doing crazy shit. So, uh, there you go. There's my recommendation. If you want to watch more of Olivia Tyler Dudley, 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 uh, <laughs> Dudley, <laughs> Charnobyl Diaries. That that one's well worth the watch. Well, okay. it sounds like we've clearly run out of things to say about the ghost dimension. So let's go <laughs> ahead and wrap it up. That sounds like two don't watches in a one watch. Correct. Yep. Totally. Okay. Unless you have anything else to say about the film. Listeners, have you seen The Ghost Dimension? Have you waited through every single paranormal to get to the end? Or did you, like Garrett, skip over the meat and potatoes of the middle? Why don't you let us know on our social media? We got an Instagram, Twitter, and a Facebook account. You can find everything we're up to on thegravetalk.com. Drop us a line. If you have any recommendations for cold opens or movies, let us know. We're happy to pepper them in with our main schedule. Until next time, uh, we're going to finish this out with the worst in show, Child's Play. We'll get to see what Rotten Tomatoes thinks is the worst Chucky film. Will we agree? Find out next time. We'll see you then.